Hello everyone. Welcome to Pep and Prep Talks. Today I am doing this episode with a really close friend of mine, Ishita Singh. She has done her B.Tech in Electronics and Communication Engineering. She has always been a really hardworking and focused person when it comes to her career, and immensely passionate about people, technology, and books. For people who are thinking of switching to management roles not related to your current branch or domain, then she is the person you should take advice from. So welcome, Ishita, to Pep and Prep Talks. Today's topic is kind of different as we are talking about preparing for analyst and business analyst roles related to management for people who are pursuing B Tech currently. Hi, Biza, and thank you so much for that introduction. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be here, and I hope my experience helps you in some way. So let's start with the questions, shall we? Yes, sure. So if I'm interested in a business analyst profile slash analyst profiles in general related to managerial roles, then uh, these are the few questions that will pop up in my mind in general. So first one being, uh, do freshers with B.Tech background have difficulty in getting a job in this domain? Uh, yeah, to be very honest with you, that's a very genuine question, I guess. And to some extent, I would say yes, you would face certain difficulties because you're a fresher who is coming from a completely different background and i need not highlight a lot of you know negativities here but coming to the point why do you think that you know you will face certain difficulties and how do you overcome those yeah. uh, the first thing is that uh, you are actually competing against people who would be coming from different and more relevant backgrounds like uh, business background uh, who would be competing for the same roles. So when I talk about analyst, I'm talking about business analyst roles. Sometimes these also have uh, data analyst roles at organizations which are more into consulting. So they expect more of business knowledge from, the, from you. So yes, you would be competing against a completely new uh, student base. And uh, that's where you need to be, uh, you know, make sure that you have the relevant skills that are required for that particular job. So that's that's one thing. And how do you know which skills you require for the job? You have to read a lot about that particular role, uh, understand what that job role demands, uh, try to network and figure out, you know, find out people who are in that particular role and uh, try to understand what skills they, uh, they are, you know, putting into use. And yeah. finally, build your profile accordingly, which would sort of, is able to you know compete against those people uh, another thing here uh, a lot of times this happens that you know uh, companies do not really come for uh, analyst or business analyst roles on engineering college campuses so if you're solely focusing on on-campus placements you might as well uh, return disappointed so I would uh, advise that it's so so important to be able to uh, widen your scope and keep an eye on uh, other opportunities outside your campus as well. Um, so my uh, second question would be, um, should I not go for this field then? Uh, like comparing to, for example, software development roles or IT roles that are mostly and majorly available for engineering students? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's again one thing that, you know, that, that doubt sort of comes into your mind when you're, into the uh, challenges and you're not able to sort of get something relevant. And I'm, I'm sure that comes into a lot of our minds, but I think 
one basic question that you have to ask yourself at this point is that why are you actually going for that role you literally cannot compare a software development engineer role with a business analyst role there's no comparison at all so if you are someone who is so interested in developing uh, technological solutions coding them programming them finding the you know uh, testing them and then sort of uh, handing it over to the company you know product based it companies then i think you should go ahead with the sde role whereas if you're someone who wants to sort of bridge this gap between business and technology who who wants to be able to solve business problems while using technology then that's something which a business analyst i think would do and that's a very basic uh, choice which you should be able to do very early on even before um sitting for these roles uh, for these interviews for these companies and uh, that's like there's no comparison as i said and second thing here is that uh, this question generally comes into your mind uh, when you realize that you know it's really getting hard for you you're not able to compete uh, well so that's what i highlighted in my first answer that uh you will be com- you know companies will be there who would be preferring um, other graduates uh in front of you be it uh, commerce graduates be it mba graduates sometimes but if you have the relevant skills and if you're able to show them that you have a better hold on technological skills then that is something which you know can become your forte because you come from a technology background and you can flaunt that Yeah. along with that you can mention that um having technology as your core competency you also have business knowledge and if yes. you portray your profile in that way i'm sure you can make a difference yeah definitely so what should be the career path like like how do i start from now and what is the road map like till i reach the certain managerial role kind of thing right so when we talk about entry level roles uh, you would come across uh, titles like analyst business analyst uh, data analyst and associate uh, a, a lot of times these all these roles are given to entry level candidates only and what role what title you get uh, depends on a uh, your industry uh, your company and b on the kind of requirements your company has at that point of time so uh, suppose we're talking about a management consulting firm you might get titles like research analyst research associate simply associate junior associate or if you're joining a company like flipkart uh, you might as well get um, analyst data analyst things like that so it highly depends on you know what are the requirements of the company and once you are into this role um, uh, again the expectations of the role also depend from vary from company to company so if i am an associate if i am a research associate at a management consulting firm i would be um, expected to sort of carry out some industry research on their um, businesses on their clients on some of their accounts and try to maybe you know figure out certain things about that their particular accounts that they're handling whereas uh, if if it is a data analyst role at um, you know an it company or anything any any such company then it will be more of uh, it will uh, involve a lot of uh, data science skills and technological use cases 
So that completely depends on the kind of industry you're joining, but these are all, you know, in uh, entry level roles. When we talk about the progression, the career progression, um, it also, again, depends on the industry. So if I'm in a management consulting firm, uh, the progression goes like you stay in this uh, analyst or senior analyst role for a couple of years. And all these years, you're basically doing the background work, right? So you're, you're not having a customer facing, client facing environment. You basically doing the research on the client accounts or something of that sort. And after a couple of years, when you have ample of experience doing that and some amount of uh, subject matter expertise, then you can move on to consulting roles like associate consultant, um, consultant, and these, these titles, you know, come start coming into the picture. Okay. And that's when you are, you know, you can expect to actually be able to uh, interact with the clients and this, this isn't the case with uh, this. This is the case with management consulting firms as such. Uh, okay. For IT companies, uh, there's not a lot of uh, uh, I would say seniority level for analysts. So it's like yeah. after a certain point, uh, people might you know uh, migrate from being an analyst or a senior analyst to being a manager or something of that sort. So okay. it it depends. So how do I find an internship or a job in this domain? Uh, yeah, that's a burning question and it troubles the most. Uh, to be very honest, the very first thing that you can do right now is just to start as soon as you can. Start uh, understanding which role is perfect for you. Pinpoint that particular role and start building your profile um, according to that role. Just, okay. just figure out what's right for you and then accordingly uh, do certain things or, you know, involve certain things in your profile, which would look so good on your profile. Because I mentioned that, you know, you're competing against a completely different uh, student base. So you yeah. really need to have a very good profile. And accordingly, when I say profile, I'm basically talking about all that you will, you will mention in your resume and your cover letter, which basically add up to your story. So uh, these things, you know, uh, what I did was that, you know, um, I wanted to go for analyst, business analyst roles. So what I tried to do was that very early on from my pre-final year, like I won't say it's very early on, but from my pre-final year, I started participating in a lot of uh, business case challenges. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I tried to focus on data skills, data uh, engineering skills, data science. So yeah. that's, that's sort of a couple of ways in which I tried to sort of make my profile look better because I was coming from a technology background and I was expected to have some knowledge about it. At the same time, I tried uh, using these case challenges and sometimes even guesstimates to sort of uh, hone my knowledge about the business world, about what's happening and how, you know, uh, what are the different terminologies they use in, in the business world. That's, that's the first thing I would say, which you can sort of start working on. And I'm talking about so much of background work because that's, with, that's something which will eventually lead you to finding the right opportunities for you. So uh, coming to finding the exact opportunities, I'm sure finding internships can be a bit uh, uh, sort of difficult in these roles. 
but uh, finding jobs might be comparatively easier because um, internships is something which which is a very short term duration thing and you know a, a big four companies generally hire through campuses and all that so uh, that that totally depends on if you are having internship opportunities coming on your campus but that totally depends another thing here i would like to highlight is that you should start using platforms like linkedin and even other professional uh, platforms which sort of showcase a lot of uh, good opportunities and uh, that's a very good way in fact these days even twitter is uh, really you know um, going far about that so you can use these platforms to not only um, find out people who are working in these uh, industries and in these companies in these roles but also find out job opportunities i mean linkedin is such a nice platform to find opportunities i'm not saying that you know you apply from linkedin and the next day you get an interview call that's rare that's that's i know that's very rare and to be very honest with you if you apply for a company and you are an engineer it's uh, you're, you're applying for a business analyst role it's rare to get uh, replies but yeah. if you have the right you know backup if you're doing the right research on the role if you're building up your profile really well and then applying to the right opportunities i think that will definitely work in your favor yeah. and so yeah using linkedin to sort of network with people and that's when uh, it's it's so important to sort of that's that's basically where the entire concept of off campus uh, opportunities comes into the picture so you basically start looking outside your campus and using linkedin to sort of talk to people to sort of talk to uh, suppose i i want to you know uh, work for a company uh, as a business analyst so i'll probably try to find employees in the same role um try to interact with them don't just go and say you know like could you please uh, refer me or if you just say to the hr you know i want a job and all that that won't really work that's surely not going to work so uh, you can sort of try um interacting with their content on the platform and then eventually asking them more about the opportunity about the uh, role and then eventually showcasing your interest in that role i think that's a better way to go about it yeah and that's that's the same thing which you could even uh, do with recruiters sometimes uh, highly depends like highly depends if that really works but uh that is one way which can sort of help you if you're looking for opportunities off campus and uh, then it's like again uh, one more thing that comes here if you are able to network really well with these people um who are uh, working in the same roles that you're looking for and have some kind of seniority in the organization uh yeah. you could actually ask them for referrals which can probably work really well for your profile so uh, the entire chance of you know you not being able to reach the hr's desk is going to be you know uh, made a lot more easier that's why right. it would uh, work well for you yeah. and uh, that's that's probably like all the things that you can uh, do but again if i have to just make it very clear you start off really early you build your profile in the best possible way and then you find opportunities via linkedin and other professional platforms is um, how i would summarize it yeah 
So I think you have already covered the question which I was going to ask next. That is how to apply for off-campus jobs. But do you have any other platforms in mind which you would like to mention in which I can apply for jobs off-campus? And how do we know that whether it's genuine or not? Because one thing, like one problem came up uh, a few months back was that some site was giving out fake roles to people like, randomly interviewing them or sending out emails saying this this role is there this is the ctc maybe we would like to call with you and then it was a scam saying pay us the amount etc so how do you go about that yeah that's 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 something that can happen sometimes and uh, coming about talking about platforms uh, primarily linkedin is something which gives you a social media kind of thing so you can actually interact with so so many people, whereas there are other uh, platforms like Angel or something, which which sort of uh, are uh, more of like you apply for jobs and that's that's basically it. Whereas uh, these social media platforms give you a better chance to communicate and build relationships with the people who are in that particular company or who are there in those particular roles, and yeah. that's that sort of gives you a chance to first um, to be able to you know widen your network and secondly to be able to land a good role yeah so that's um, that's why, that's why i feel that that can be a really good thing uh, secondly yeah, it is very much uh, prevalent these days yeah, that you know all these um, fake opportunities start you know arising on on all our profiles so one thing could be that you could always uh, find out I mean, if you come across such a job of opening, you could find more about the company. Just just Google up. Um, I remember coming across one company was offering that was offering a really good package and a good yeah. role. So I just looked up on the company and I checked the website. And I'll be very honest with you. Um, you know when a website is belonging to a established organization and when yeah. it's not, you literally can't make that you know, out from that particular website. That was one thing. And then I looked up on Google. I could not find any relevant information about that company. I went on LinkedIn to find their uh, company page. There was no company page on LinkedIn or any other uh, platform for that matter. Uh, these, These things were sort of enough to, you know, make me realize that, you know, this is not something which is trustworthy at all. Because if yeah. that's a company that is really well established, then it'll definitely have some kind of social proof. You would find it on search engines. So uh, you can definitely check these things up. And a very good thing here, like while you are trying to apply for uh, roles would be to first check. So what happens is that, you know, you, you check on the careers page of the particular company's website. So if you do find any um, opportunities listed on the careers page and then you apply to them, then you can, you know, go on these LinkedIn and other such platforms to sort of follow up with the, you know, recruiters at some point of time that, you know, I am sort of really interested in this particular role and I have applied on the careers page. This is why I feel that I will be a good fit for it. And I would really appreciate your consideration on that particular thing. So that's, that's something you can do in the later stages. And again, this thing is, you know, this again, going on the careers page or going on the LinkedIn profile, uh, LinkedIn page, company page to sort of um, apply for jobs. That is something which 
can work in most cases sometimes uh, what you can do is that you know if you're looking for uh, good experience like you know you can find internship opportunities with uh, good startups and these yeah. could be simple uh, basic roles like again for the analyst roles also you can get really good opportunities with startups so that is something which can definitely come through uh, again the social media platforms because for startups that's a really good medium where they look for I, every every other day i come across a lot of uh, startups you know posting about their job opportunities or internship opportunities via twitter or linkedin and the best part about this is that they look at your skills so they don't care if you're coming from an engineering background yeah. they just want your skill so nice. that's a good one yeah so um i guess that's all i have to ask and any final conclusion or final ad- advice to people who are applying for these roles and um, anything else you have to say to them uh yeah i would just say that um it it might become really overwhelming for you because you're doing something which is not traditionally uh being done but at the same time it's so um, good that you're actually doing something new something out of the box so you should be proud of that just don't um, sort of you know stop uh, your quest for that particular role you're not doing anything wrong that's uh, one thing and uh, secondly these roles you know whenever you're going into a completely new uh, surrounding and pitching yourself uh, it's really important to be able to tell your story with conviction uh if you are able to you know use your storytelling skills to be able to convince the person sitting in front of you and or her believe in your story that uh you are so good for that particular role and you will be able to make a difference i'm sure that will you know work for you in the end so just just do it yeah so um let's conclude this episode i guess i personally got a lot of information about applying for analyst roles as well as uh, business analyst roles especially applying for it off campus which i have never tried before so thank you so much for giving out your tips and advices and especially the time for this podcast ishita thank you so much thanks thanks dilwa thanks everyone and i really hope this helps you uh if you have any kind of queries regarding to any of these things uh please feel free to uh, bother us with those <laughs>